Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond of East Denver Bible Baptist Church, uh, welcome you, welcoming you to our podcast, uh, Eternity Viewpoint. We're studying a little bit in the book of James here. I want to start out with, with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we are thankful to be here today. We just ask you to speak to us through your word. Give me clarity of thought and speech and have your blessing on this broadcast and use it to further your work. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to again begin reading with James chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lusts that war in your members? Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight in war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth envy? We're talking about conflict here, and I want to, I, I realize this book was written to James, to the Jews that were dispersed, part of the dispersion, believers that had come to Christ, but always in that crowd, you know, there are some who may profess salvation, may profess faith in Christ, and yet not personally know him. And there's there's that always that conflict, number one. Uh, the Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But, uh, you know, God knows who's his, and, and, and that person should have that assurance of salvation. First John 5.13 says, These things are written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And so uh, it, it's important that a person know, and one thing that helps a person with their knowledge is, you know, oftentimes when a heart gets hard and cold, it can become carnal, and uh, begin people can begin to question their faith. But certainly if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you ought to live like it. And so there's an admonition here, I think, to those that are saved as well as those that are not. And it's up to that individual to know the difference of whether he has made a decision for Christ or not. But there are people that are struggling, certainly the believer is struggling with spiritual warfare. We know it's real, and we need we need to consider who we are and who we belong to and why. I want to read to you beginning with Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, beginning with verse number 1. Takes me a few minutes sometimes to get this, find the right page here, but it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. 
For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Then verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. So how important it is to know who we are, where we come from. The Bible says we have peace to God, peace with God, because we've been justified by faith. So as we remember who we are, who we belong to, that we have been uh, purchased, uh, we're reminded of that. Uh, the Bible says we've been bought with blood. We've been paid because of the blood of the Lamb. We've been purchased. We've been guaranteed salvation. Didn't quite come out the way I wanted it to there, but you know what I'm talking about. You know that that faith comes because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. We, we've talked about Psalms 40 and how that we've been lifted up out of the miry clay and our feet have been set on the rock and our, we've been, our goings have been established and new songs in our mouth. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have become, uh, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So we remind, remind ourselves of where we come from. Second, uh, Second Corinthians chapter three. Second Corinthians chapter three. And verse number five. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves as to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. There's times, I think, in our lives when we're having that struggle. We're having that struggle. We're having that conflict because we're not thinking properly. We're not depending upon God's Word. We're trying to make it all on our own, and we're not able to do that. So take a look at that scripture in James again. Uh, James chapter 4. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come then on hence, even your lust that war in your members. Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Sometimes we just get away from going in the path that we ought to go. The Bible says the steps of a good man, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. And how important it is that we follow his leading. Uh, the Bible talks about that from the beginning of life that said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seateth in the sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Says the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So certainly we need to be going in the way of the righteous. And that's as for after that all happens because we're seeking after God. We're desiring to please him. We're delighting ourselves in him. We're following his teachings and his commandments and his thinking. 
So we know who we belong to. Sometimes we get confused, we get turned, we get uh, dwelling on other things. We get that desire for maybe having something that we don't really need. And there's, there's a problem. The Bible says, my God, shall you supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But it doesn't say he's going to supply all of our wants. And sometimes we get hung up on that. We, we're looking for things and we get so caught up in it. We get going after things. Maybe we want to have success as far as what the world considers success. Maybe we want people to look at us differently. And uh, as a result of that, we get we get into things that we become very, uh, as I said, covetous. And they lead, can lead to a whole lot worse than that. And... Uh, then sometimes we're asking for the wrong things. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. There might be someone out there who's praying that they win the lottery. Why do they want to win the lottery? They say, well, if I had all that money, I'd give it to God. Well, that's not your first thought that you have. You have all that money. You want to, You have some ideas of what you'd like to do with it, and then you're going to leave something for God, of course, because he's given it to you if you feel that he has. But uh, you're, you're not telling the truth when you say, oh, I just want to do it so I can give to the church and bless the church. Well, <laughs> give what you have now. The Bible says, given it shall be given unto you, good measure pressed down and running together. Shall men give unto you bosom for with the same measure uh, with all. Excuse me, I'm going to go look at that. Sometimes I forget what I'm trying to say here. Luke chapter 6. Luke 6 and verse 38, Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. With the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. So give and it shall be given unto you. You don't have to get a great deal of money to learn how to give to the Lord. You give what you have when you can. And, uh, you know, the Bible talks of bringing our tithes into the storehouse. And a lot of people say, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. Well, that's just an excuse for not giving what uh, what you know you ought to give. But Second Corinthians chapter twelve and verse nine. Second Corinthians twelve and verses nine and ten certainly again talk about our need to rely upon the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, if we do, He's going to give us the strength to get through whatever difficulties we're going through. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then am I strong. So the Bible is telling us that we can depend upon the Lord to get through. And if we do, there are some things that we won't be doing. The Bible says, uh, Ye adulterers, no adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. You think that the Scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Is that the direction we're supposed to go in? Is that what God wants us to do? You know, the Bible says, set your affection on things above, not on things of this earth. 
we're told to think about pure things, things that are holy and virtuous and uh, right and pure. Those are the kind of things we're supposed to think about. And we can only do that as we're depending upon the Lord. And so I would encourage us there. James chapter 4, verses 6 through 10 says, But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. So I come to the place in my life, in my desperation, I cry out to God and say, God, I I can't make it. I've, I've tried to go on my own, and I couldn't do it. I've fallen so short. I've, I've, I've messed up so badly. You know, that's the, the part of the time when you're humbling yourself. That's the time when God's near. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Wait on the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So just just get that quiet place away from all the distraction and all the other things that are out there and say, okay, God, I'm looking to you right now. I'm really in a bind here. I don't know what to do now. I don't know where to turn next. The Bible says he giveth more grace. God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The Bible says pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let me finish this. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Do you have conflict in your life? Just go to God and say, God, I'm, I'm thinking the wrong things. I'm wanting things for, for me. And not for you, and I want to please you, I want to honor you with my life, and I need you to direct me and show me exactly what you have for me. I don't know where to go on my own. I don't have the strength to make it on my own, but you can give give me the grace I need, and you can get me through this situation. I'm just going to look to you. God bless you, and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. 
Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.